Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Thanks for joining us for AutoLine Daily. I'm John McElroy, and here is what's happening in the global automotive industry. You know, about the same time that Renault bought Nissan just over a decade ago, it also bought Samsung Motors in Korea. And as you know, Japanese automakers these days are moving production out of Japan due to the strength of the yen. So Nissan is now going to move production of the Rogue to Korea. And since the United States now has a free trade agreement with South Korea, all those Korean-made Rogues will be exported to the U.S. Nissan had considered making the Rogue in the U.S., but Samsung's sales in Korea have plummeted 32% so far this year, Ward's reports. Renault's Samsung desperately needed more production in Korea. More and more people who live in large cities are foregoing car ownership. Zipcar, for example, has built up a business of renting cars by the hour. And now BMW is starting a pilot program in Manhattan to offer rentals from its dealerships. The program, which is already in Europe, is called BMW On Demand. According to Autoblog, the Manhattan dealership will have 100 328Is in its fleet to begin with, and later will include the 7 Series, X3, X5, and possibly the M3 and M5. If all goes well, BMW On Demand will expand to other cities throughout the U.S. PSA, the parent company of Peugeot and Citroën, which is in desperate financial trouble, just signed an agreement with Toyota to build light commercial vehicles for the Japanese automaker in the European market. Starting in the second quarter of next year, PSA will provide Toyota with vans based on the Peugeot Expert and Citroën Jumpy. The two will also collaborate on future models that will also be built by Peugeot. And as you'll remember, GM just bought part of PSA to help split the cost of developing new models. So presumably it approved of the work with Toyota. Wards reports that recall numbers have been historically high for the past three years. In 2009 and 2010, the number of cars recalled exceeded the number sold by a few million units. Consumer groups point to automakers being more proactive and less afraid to issue recalls, while at the same time citing the increasing complexity of modern cars. Toyota leads the league with nearly 850,000 recalls in the first half of 2012, followed by Honda with 713,000. Even Rolls-Royce called back 69 cars due to potential water pump fires. Just like the horsepower wars raging in the world of high-performance cars, makers of hybrid vehicles are in the middle of their own battle over MPGs. Ford is touting the superior economy of its C-Max Energy compared to its main competitor, the Prius V. The Dearborn automaker is also showing off the C-Max's 20-mile electric and 
550-mile combined range. The C-Max's electric range is nearly double that of the Prius V's. Cadillac was starved of new product during GM's struggle with bankruptcy, but now it's coming out with two new cars, the XTS and the ATS. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the bigger one. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. Later this week, Cadillac will pull the embargo off the driving impressions of its new small car, the ATS. But before we get to that one, Andrew Justa shows us what the bigger XTS is all about. The XTS is an incredibly important vehicle for Cadillac. It represents the brand's first truly legitimate competitor in the large luxury segment in quite some time. And because of this, they are throwing every technology in the GM playbook at it, including magnetic ride control from the Corvette, hyperstrut front suspension from the Buick Regal GS, and on the inside, Cadillac's Q infotainment and navigation system. Um, Q is the next generation of uh, Cadillac's branded uh, infotainment, connectivity and user interface um, and it's really like the centerpiece of all of our next generation Cadillac interiors. Um, it's going to be available in the XTS and ATS and SRX in the 2013 model year uh, and then it will be rolled into our future uh, vehicle launches as they, as they come along. Uh, we were able to throw in the magnetic ride control which is an excellent system to allow a smooth luxurious ride when you're just cruising down the highway nice and straight, but then it affords you the, um, the performance to be able to get great steering, uh, very precise, very confident feeling uh, in the turns if you want it to be you know, a bit more of a, of a driver's car. So it's, um, uh, we've coupled the magnetic ride control with the Hyperstrut technology, um, which is a fantastic variation on the McPherson strut. Even with all this technology courtesy of the General's war chest, the XTS comes up just a bit short from a driver's point of view. GM lists the Mercedes E350 as one of the big Cadillac's main competitors, and on a luxury front, it competes very well. The interiors are very comparable, but even in its 210 horsepower diesel trim, the E350 just feels more sporty and can break the rear wheels loose without really trying. Where the XTS truly shines, though, is spaciousness. The rear seats are fit for all kinds of unelected world leaders, or otherwise infamous VIPs. As for the trunk, some say the Audi A6, A8, and BMW 7 Series have large trunks, but let me tell you, the XTS has them all beat with 18 cubic feet of mobster-friendly cargo room. Back outside the trunk, GM's efforts at making Cadillac a truly international brand and reclaiming their old tagline, standard of the world, is either more focused or less enthusiastic with this model. The XTS will be built in China, and we've worked very closely with our Chinese partners to design and refine the vehicle. So things like rear seat legroom that are very important to the Chinese buyer, delivered in spades in the XTS. It's equally important to U.S., Chinese, and buyers around the world that the interior be elegant, that it be delivered with craftsmanship, attention to detail, authentic materials like real metal, real wood, real leather, all of those aspects the luxury buyers globally will value. 
The XTS will be a semi-global vehicle for Cadillac, available in China, the Middle East, and perhaps other markets around the globe. But for now, it's built in Oshawa, Ontario for the North American market, and will be available in dealerships later this summer. For AutoLine Daily, I'm Andrew Justice in Topanga Canyon, California. The front-wheel drive XTS is also available with all-wheel drive. The price starts at $45,000, but it can be optioned up to around $62,000 in the U.S. market. Hey, before we go, I want to let you know of a great AutoLine After Hours this coming Thursday. We will be going over to Bob Lutz's house to hang out with all the cars in his garage. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo, along with Maximum Bob himself, for some of the best insider discussion in the business. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.